Welcome back to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxley. Taxley offers the first apprenticeship program for careers in tax law and consulting. So for those who thought the CPA was the only way to a prestigious tax career, let Taxley show you the importance of becoming an enrolled agent. Visit Taxley.com to learn more. I'm your host, Alex Meacham, former Bearcat basketball player from 1997 to 1999 under the Hall of Fame coach, Bob Huggins. And I'm Neil Meyer with the Front Office News. I'm J.T. Smith, Editor-in-Chief of the Front Office News. Fellas, let's quickly recap the Chaminade game. Listen, I thought we looked good. Uh, Landers showed everyone. <laughs> he showed us um, – you know, why he's so special and how he's going to be an important piece of this Bearcat basketball team. Juice was juice. Um, I thought Kalu gave us some great minutes. Uh, JT, let's dive into some of your thoughts. Yeah, man, Landers was everything's advertised. I know it was a D2 school, but seeing him, especially that first half, you're like, okay, this this is what the Bearcats needed. And it just, I feel like it made everybody else around him so much better. Like Juice was able to get off a lot easier because of Landers, I feel like JD's points became a lot easier. Um, and that's that's good, man. I think it's just a positive for the team. And it goes from there. JT, I think that's a great point with uh, Landers really creating opportunities for Jeremiah. Yeah. I, I think that's an excellent point. Neil, your thoughts? Yeah, so my thoughts, as JT mentioned, obviously Landers and Ali is someone who really stood out. Obviously, he is everything they advertise. He can really – we saw his scoring ability, but the way he was able to space the floor for everyone and get others involved. I mean, obviously you look at the guys like David Julius had a quiet 24 points and it was something we were kind of talking about after the game. We're like, Oh, he, he actually put up 24 and it was very quiet because all the attention was on Landers. But another thing that stood out to me was the play of Micah Adams Woods and Rob Finnessy. Obviously Micah Adams Woods had a very good night and he finished five for seven with 13 points and Rob Finnessy had, only three points in the offensive aspect, but you turn around and you look down at the stat sheet and he had eight assists. So the guard play is something that really stood out to me uh, for the Bearcats team. I think that's a great segue for me to bring back up our predicted starting lineups. So I think, I think everyone was wrong about what the starting lineup mm -hmm. was going to be. Um, I think both of you guys agreed on Kalu, JD, Landers, uh, Rob, and Juice. I think that's what you guys said, correct? Correct. Um, yeah. Kind of going off memory, memory with that. Um, I did not make a prediction because I was at the last practice, and I thought I knew who was going to start, and it was completely wrong. <laughs> he started J.D., uh, Juice, Shuey, Vic, and Landers. Thoughts yeah. on the starting lineup? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it was a good starting lineup. Obviously, they went guard heavy, and obviously uh, Wes kind of hit on it post game that Vic has been the best player in preseason and offseason in that front court and when Vic's healthy we all know what he's capable of doing and right now to see that he's healthy playing his best ball I mean we saw it in the open transition with that little behind the back pass to Michael for the what'd, you, what'd you think about that I, that, that behind I, I think that kept a lot of people uh got a lot of people shook to say the least I don't think none of us expected Big Vic to this one behind the back like that so it, it was pretty fun to watch yep jt yeah i mean yeah we we all had well, me and neil had three of the five 
I didn't – I mean, it makes sense that Shuey was going to start um, just because of, you know, he's been here with the program or whatnot. I just thought that Rob was going to put – I mean, I thought that he was going to have Rob in there first. So, I just assuming, you know, right? And then Kalu, the Kalu and Vic thing. I mean, Vic is a guy everybody knows has potential to be that guy. So, I get – I mean, you, he's taller, 6'11", you know. So, then you got Kalu, who's a mon- like a physical monster coming off a bench – that can score some too. I mean, it, it makes sense, man. Especially when you got Landers and JD who can both kind of play that four in college per se. And then if they're struggling or whatnot, you can put in Kalu and maybe have Vic in there rock rock out together or you know Odie or whatnot. So I mean, it makes sense, man. I mean, it's, they they have a lot of interchangeable parts. So I wouldn't be shocked if sometimes it's different lineups per se just because of you know the different you know the interchangeable parts they have. Totally agree. And it's going to be interesting to see for these next couple games. They have uh, two more games this week if he changes the starting lineup. Now, I know in the presser he was asked about that and he didn't really comment. He'll just, you know, we'll just have to see. So (laughs) tonight the Bearcats take on the Cleveland State Vikings, 8 p.m. at Fifth Third Arena. Uh, Just a reminder, the women's team plays at 5 p.m. If you get a chance, go down there and support the women's team. I know they're doing a fantastic job really building that program. But we want to remind all the Bearcat fans out there to visit Meals Pizzeria at 2634 Short Vine before and after all Bearcat football and basketball games. Get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. Thanks to Kelly and Richard Meals for the support of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. Now let's jump into our Big O segment sponsored by DAS, Donahue Accounting Services. Now in this segment, we cover players to watch and key matchups. JT, I want you to cover the Bearcat players. Who should we look at for this game to really take off? Okay, so it's going to be a wash and repeat on this one. I I think you have to look at Landers Nolly. Like, you have to. I mean, um, he's showing that he's a lengthy guy that can get get buckets inside and out. I mean, he's he's that guy right now. I think you have to see if he carries that 19 points and he gets 15, I feel like – He's a guy you should expect to get 15 or more. And we'll see how that goes against Cleveland State tonight. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things about Landers is he's going to get better and better every single game. And by the end of the year, it's going to be fascinating to see how good he is. And there were some people on Twitter I saw that said, well, you know, that's a shame Penny messed, you know, didn't didn't work out at Memphis, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, in college basketball, and JT, you know this, sometimes it's just the right fit. You could be a really good player, but going somewhere where you're the right fit and you can take off and sky's the limit. I think Landers is the right fit for this Bearcat team. Now let's jump into the Cleveland State players. Neil, you want to take off on this? Yeah, so coming into the season, uh, season, Cleveland State is predicted to finish seventh in the Horizon League. And they're coming off a season where they made the NIT and actually won the Horizon League. But it's uh, one of those transitional periods for Cleveland State obviously they are only returning five players from that NIT tournament run a season ago so they have nine new faces on their roster but some players to keep an eye on is junior forward Tristan Anuama sorry if I botched that but uh, he's coming off a night where he put up 20 and 11 versus D2 Notre Dame Academy uh, in the team's 72 to 68 loss in the buy-in game so Cleveland State's coming in off of very bad buy-in game loss to D2 mm-hmm. Notre Dame Academy the other night. But another yep. person to keep an eye on is uh, senior point guard Deshaun Parker. He le- he's actually second in scoring on the team 
but he just brings that overall veteran uh, presence that you need to run your offense. So those two guys are some two of the key players to keep an eye on for Cleveland State. The Big O segment is sponsored by DAS, Donahue Accounting Services. And I want to give a quick shout out to one of the assistant coaches for Cleveland State, and that is Jermaine Henderson. Uh, Jermaine Henderson and I are very, very good friends. We go back a long time ago. He played and coached for Miami Oxford, for Miami of Ohio, uh, under Charlie Cole, one of the great, great guys in college coaching, and I'm very excited to see him tonight at the game. But, Neil, I want to I touch back on one of the guys you were talking about, and that is, I hope I'm saying it correctly as well, Inurano. Um, now, he, he's interesting to me. He's 6'8". He can shoot the basketball. But here's what's kind of interesting about him it's, that makes him a unique player. He shoots his free throws. He shoots all his jump shots right-handed. But everything close to the basket in the paint, he shoots with his left hand. He turns right shoulder, and he's got a beautiful left-handed shot. And he's very active. So guys like that are tough to guard because you don't know what they're going to do. They're going to shoot the right hand. They're going to turn right shoulder, use their left hand. So, Neil, let me ask you this. How will the Bearcats guard him, and who will guard him? you got a 6'8 guy, very active can shoot, can post up. Who do the Bearcats put on him? Obviously, as you mentioned, he's a guy who likes to get uh, get to the rim and really be uh, aggressive down there. But I think it starts with guys like Clue uh, or even Bit, uh, Big Vic. I mean, obviously, those are two guys who are big in size, kind of match up with him very, very well. But don't be surprised if you see other guys switch out onto him, like guys like J.D. or Landers, just because of the, uh, the ability for him to get downhill and really get to the rim but he's a guy who crashes the glass so I think uh Bearcats are going to have to play big inside and it's going to start with Vic and Kalu. The Big O segment is sponsored by DAS Donahue Accounting Services for friendly expert tax advice whenever you need it come to Donahue Accounting Services a leading accountant firm in Cincinnati Ohio our top-notch accountants strive to help you resolve all your financial and tax issues. Call Donahue Accounting Services today for a free consultation at 513-528-3982 or visit us online at DonahueAccountingServices.com. Now, you're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off podcast presented by Taxly. And we're going to jump into our Kenyan segment sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. And this is where we cover the keys to the game. Now, Neil, I want to start with you, bring it back to you. What do we need to do to win? Or, or better yet, what do we need to do to win big tonight? Obviously, it starts with the glass. you got to win the battles on the glass. And I think everyone knows that. Obviously, they did a great job crashing the boards uh, the other night versus Chaminade. I think it really starts with that. But obviously, you got to space the floor and try to get everyone going involved. And we've seen what Landers is able to do and create for other uh, other guys like David DeJulius, J.D. But I think overall, it's going to start with crashing the boards. Great. J.T.? Yeah, man, they got to play fast, crash the boards. They're crashing the boards, that means they're ending the other team's offensive possession, and then they like to move. And I feel like with the scores they have, the more shots they get, the better. So playing style of defense and finishing every possession that is a miss with the rebound, and I, I think uh, I'll definitely piggyback off what Neil said. And then if they could get whatever steals they can get, you know, just push it. And you can see what they do in transition. So um, a lot of that. And then you could get a lot of people excited in Fifth Third Arena tonight. 
Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see coming off the Chaminade game where Chaminade's a smaller team, but then Cleveland State's bigger. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see how we do on the glass. The Kenyon segment is sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. Now, here's one key that I'm looking for, and I think if we can continue to do this, we win really big, not only tonight, but moving forward. And I would like to see us turn them over uh, quite a bit this game, right? Create a lot of turnovers. And I think Neil's the statistician, but Cleveland State's averaging right around 15 or 16 turnovers. You have to correct me if I'm wrong on that, Neil. But what I would like to see from this Bearcat team is continuing that full court press. Let's see if we can get 20 to 25 turnovers, right? And that means we're getting some leak outs. We're getting some dunks, which gets Fifth Third Arena going crazy. And it just excites the team. Cleveland State's got to call a timeout. And the momentum just shifts to the Bearcats. And we saw that versus Chaminade, all those runs we went on. And a lot of that happens defensively. And one thing about Cleveland State is, um, they pretty much are pretty minutes heavy on their starters. So their starters are playing 20-plus minutes. They do have some bench guys that are coming in and playing some minutes. But I think we could wear them down, which creates more turnovers, which, you know, me playing for Bob Huggins, he was all about creating turnovers, and that creates uh, easy baskets. So the Kenyon segment, the keys to the game, was sponsored by Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota. Come see fellow Bearcat Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota for all your Toyota needs, cars, trucks, and SUVs. Greg Hooden at Beachmont Toyota is ready to help you get into your new Toyota. And if you don't follow uh, Greg on Twitter, it's a must Bearcat fans. I'm talking about this guy loves Cincinnati. He loves Bearcats athletic. One of the great positive guys Um in our Bearcat community, Greg Hood, and thank you for the support. And you're listening to the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxley. And now we're going to go into our Twyman segment. Uh, and our Twyman segment is sponsored by 93 Ways to Mentor. In this segment, we usually cover hot topics and predictions. All right, so for this game, I would like for us, and we're going to start with you, JT, I want you to predict the score. All right, so let's see. They lost 72 to 68. The Bearcats scored 98 last game. Okay, so I'm going big blowout status. I'll say the Bearcats will win 90 to 65 tonight. 90 to 65. Ooh, that's that's interesting, and I'll tell you why here in a second. <laughs> Neil, real deal, Neil, what you got? I'm going to go – 85 to 55 in favor of the Bearcats. So another 30-point victory. Mm. I have written down on my sheet, I have us winning 85 to 65. So we're all pretty much close. So Neil and I, we have the same score for the Bearcats. JT, you and I have the same score for Cleveland State. So let's hope this holds true and the, you know, the Bearcats dominate. Now, the Twyman segment is sponsored by 93 Ways to Mentor. And hot topic real quick. I think we have to talk about this. Um, and a lot of fans were talking about it at Fifth Third Arena. I know a few people on Twitter had mentioned it, but uh, Coach Wes Miller was, you know, didn't really make a comment regarding this. He did say that these guys aren't in trouble or anything. But Sage, Tolentino, and Josh Reed did not play in the game. Um, I was a little surprised uh, with Josh, obviously because, you know, I covered him last segment as a guy to watch. Um, 
Uh, Neil, let's start with you. Uh, were you surprised and thoughts on Sage and Josh not playing last game? Um, Yeah, I was a little bit surprised. Obviously, uh, those are two of the guys in the freshman class, but they both went through warm-ups. So, I mean, it was just kind of maybe that mismatch play, just playing the guys. and It all depends on the matchup. Obviously, you mentioned we had the height over Shamanad. So, uh, as Coach Miller elaborated in the press conference, they're not in trouble. They didn't do anything wrong. It, he just had no further comment on it. But I do, I do expect to see both of them play in the upcoming days for the Bearcats. Obviously, they have a big, big home stretch. So I do think we see those guys here soon. JT, yeah, man, I was a little shocked, but at the same time, it's so many. So I mean, they were blowing them out. So then I was expecting them to at least get some kind of burn. But at the same time, they're not in yeah. trouble. He maybe just has wants to see what the I guess was it the ten or eleven players that played on on what's yeah if you I mean Chase and Chase and CJ got in but yeah. of the core guys yes around eleven I think around eleven yeah. right so maybe he just wants to see what they look like they're a little bit older have more experience so see what that looks like and then I think like telling story will be to see if they play this week. Um, at all because if they don't then they may be red shirt candidates yes you know yes. what I mean and that's not a slight to them it's just that it they it <clears throat> the team is so versatile right now they're very deep they may just have to wait their turn possibly but we'll see I think this week is very important for them just to see kind of you know where, where they where they shake out of things yeah it'll be interesting to see and I, I'm not sure of the red shirt rule of how many minutes you can play before uh, you're eligible to redshirt. For example, let's say that uh, Josh and, and Sage play five minutes tonight. I yeah. think there's a rule where they can play up to so many and then redshirt. Does that make sense? For sure. They definitely – I don't know what the rule is on basketball. I know in football you get four – you can play four full games and still count as a redshirt. But I know that's not oh, wow. the same. That's a lot That's a lot. That's a lot. So a lot of people, they'll keep them to the end. I know I'm rambling on that. But um, in basketball, I know – I remember – it was a year with Mick, and I feel like he had somebody that played a few games early, and then after that, they put him on red shirt. Um, I can't remember yeah. if it was that kid, but uh, I know they can play a few games. I just don't know how what the minute uh, maximum maximum minutes are allowed before they have to count. You know what I mean? Where they can't red shirt or whatnot. So, and if, and if you remember, one of the greatest to wear the red and black uniform red shirted that was Sean Kilpatrick yep just signed just signed the CBA man posted that yesterday so he did in China correct yep yep in China yes sir and there and there's nothing wrong with red shirting especially when you know like you know and I want to talk about Josh specifically because you know I kind of I brought him up as a guy that I was intrigued on watching uh versus Shamanad he didn't get in at all <laughs> and I'm like what that that just goes to show you I didn't even know like I'm at practice and he's doing well and he's playing and yeah he might be a kid that has a great attitude and and, and coaches might have said hey <clears throat> it might be in our best interest to red shirt and, and and you know having a great attitude he's like yeah this is best for my my future yeah. I think he's got a tremendous future here with the, with the Bearcats a great attitude kid um uh, but it, so it'd be interesting to see because you know, JT, they've got a lot of guys, and I'm watching the game, and I'm, I'm with my good friend Kelly Davis at the game, and Kelly's saying to me, he's like, he can't play all these guys. Like, you know, when you get into that core part of the schedule, you got to get down to your eight guys, man. And I don't know 
who those eight are gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting because even even he said it. He was like, they they love me right now, but they might not love me as much when I have to oh, when I have to play them. Remember when we talked about him on the pod? I do. About, I do. Yeah. Vote for but him. you but you know but you, but you know what I think you, you you have to be careful of is as a player. Let's say that Coach Miller. You know, after the EKU game, I think they play NKU. And let's say, you know, players start sorting out their minutes a little bit. You, If you're a guy that's coming off the bench and maybe only getting 10 to 12 minutes and you thought you were going to be a 17 to 20-minute yeah. guy, you can't get frustrated. You have to stay ready. You have to stay yeah. prepared because you never know. Uh, Vic could get injured. Yeah. Somebody could get injured and yeah. your number will be called. You can't put your head down, right? Yeah, you got to keep grinding, man, because you're one play away, one row ankle or uh, sprain wrist to being where you're playing 10 minutes or playing five minutes to playing 20, and you're needed so or more. So you got to stay ready because, you know, you play so many games in a row. I mean, sometimes people are going to get hurt. Hopefully they don't, but at the same time, you got to be ready. That's, that's, what it's a it's, part. that's what it's about. Listen, it's college basketball. It is a grind. It's a long season. Guys are going to get hurt. It's just, you know, it's just the nature of it. It's just like football. Guys yeah. get hurt. You know, and that, that, that next guy's got to be ready to step up and be prepared. Um, real, real quick before we get out of this podcast, uh, Neil, I want to bring you back in because I had you on my other podcast, the Bearcat Basketball Podcast, way back. And we were talking about Kalu um, during the recruiting process and – um, I told you I was I, I, I've been big on Kalu when I first watched him. He reminds me of Eric Hicks in a lot of different ways in terms of obviously he's big, he's very active. Um, I thought he gave some great minutes um, against uh, Shamanad. I, I I thought he I thought he looked great. Your thoughts, Neil? Yeah, I thought Kalu gave excellent minutes off the bench. Uh, he was something that actually stood out to me in free games because he was one of those guys who was one of the first guys out on the. Uh, on the floor, but when he was not warming up shooting wise, he can see. I think he ran sprints on the baseline before the game for about wow. 10 minutes straight. So he was definitely starting to impress me just with his work ethic. And that was something that really <clears throat> stood out to me. And then, then once you saw him actually get in there, you're like, yeah, they like to pound the ball inside to this guy. And he was very active within that eight wow. to 12 foot range of the basket. And that's something that we haven't had in the last few seasons. So it's very, very good to see someone like Kalu get that opportunity and what he brings to this team. It's like a revamped energy down in the inside game. No question. The Twyman segment is sponsored by 93 Ways to Mentor. 93 Ways to Mentor is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that specializes in empowering youth in the greater Cincinnati area through mentoring, therapy, education, and financial support. To support, visit our website, 93waystomentor.com, or contact Derek Adams. My guy, D.A., by the way, Derek Adams played football for the Bearcats. we got to get him on the pod one day. Uh, you can contact Derek Adams, D.A., at 513-310-1715. Uh, fellas, this concludes another great podcast, and – um, I, I'll speak on behalf of all of us, and we want to really thank all the sponsors for their support. And huge shout-out to the Bearcat fans, man. Our numbers for the podcast just keep growing every single day. I know you guys are excited about that. 
For sure, man. Appreciate all the people in Bearcat land showing us love, man. Yeah, most definitely. We appreciate everyone who's checking out the sites, checking out the pod, and just really appreciating the content we're starting to put out for you guys. And we, we'd like for you guys to please go back and check out the different podcasts. I know it's it's one of those things where we're doing one for every game, so some people might not want to go back and listen to the Chaminade one after we get past um, EKU, but I think the great thing about what we're doing is the kind of buildup to what I think is going to be a fantastic Bearcat game and it's kind of this journey. So we'd like for you to be part of this journey. And once again, we want to remind all the Bearcat fans out there to visit Meals Pizzeria 2634 Short Vine before and after all Bearcat football and basketball games. Get there early because the place is packed on Bearcat game days. Thanks to Kelly and Richard Meals for the support of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast. And once again, the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast is presented by Taxley. Taxley offers the first apprenticeship pro program for careers in tax law and consulting. So for those who thought the CPA was the only way to a prestigious tax career, let Taxley show you the importance of becoming an enrolled agent. Visit Taxley.com to learn more. Fellas, we will be back on Sunday at 10 a.m., little, little breakfast podcast, before episode five, the EKU game preview. Are you guys going to be at the game tonight? I will. Neil will. I won't. I'll be watching. Oh, JT's on the West Coast. Yep, yep. Until I should be there Sunday, though. Sunday I'll be, be back ready to rock and roll. Barring any uh, playing situations, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. I, I just – I got back from Florida – uh, when was it? A couple weeks ago, and I had all kind of flight issues, and and Neil and I were texting because Neil had all kind of flight issues coming back from Orlando, yeah, right, Neil? Yeah. yeah, I was stuck in that airport for almost twenty hours. So, barring oh. any uh, flight issues, the hope JT makes it back in time. Cross, we're, we're 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 praying for you, JT. <laughs> I, I, need, I need it, man. That's a straight flight though, so that's good. Just hopefully nothing else happens yeah. about it. You know what I mean? No pushback. That, that, so. That is that is good. But we hope to have you back for the uh, EKU game. And we want to thank all the fans out there for listening to another episode of the Bearcat Tip-Off Talk podcast presented by Taxley. Go Bearcats. <laughs>